All right, then we are doing good. Robert Baxter introduced myself like six times so far. I am Brant Wolf, along with Robert Baxter, Raj Shah, and Corey Jason. <laughs> oh boy, Corey right. Jason. Yeah, that's it, the person you compare me to. People behind the glass are uh, Kaor Palan. Did I get it right? Woo! Got it right. Not racist. Um, oh boy. And Jake Schmied. We gotta edit all of this out. All right, this is really bad, Baxter. Yeah. All right, I'll Let's stop really start talking about this basketball. Is, this is as like to say We've my got... good friend Chris Sakonis would say, who's not, who's actually on this podcast and not. It's Corey not a Jason. podcast. It's a radio show. It's, it's both. both. It's both, man. It's We're a radio Spotify show. Now. It's right. simulcast anyways, podcast. Anyways, anyways, so uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, no good. Pelk, pelk. We can talk about that. We get some big news. Some big news coming out. What kind of, kind of, kind of saw it coming? I would say. Yeah. But um, I mean, she hasn't played. Has she played yeah, all so season? Game, she Noga played. Pelk, so Noga Pelk, Pelk has decided to transfer out. Uh, per rule, she hasn't released a statement. Well, she she and hasn't. She, the last game she played was on January sixteenth against Penn State. So even that Penn that State. wasn't like she didn't play play that game. Like she's no, I mean she minutes. hasn't played 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 at all all Since, season. Then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I mean. So to she's... the best of my knowledge, she just kind of said, "I'm stepping away from Rutgers." Also, can enter the transfer portal, which means she's leaving. Yeah, she's leaving. Okay. Um, but usually they'll say like, "Oh, I'm entering the transfer portal at the end of the season." She just said, like, all right, I'm no longer going to be on the team. Also, at the end of the season, I am entering the transfer portal. Because you can't enter the portal. You can't enter the portal. Is it just me, or do the mics keep turning themselves off? Yeah, that's something we're going to have to have Tech take a look at. Because right. I don't remember turning my mic off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe she means the mic doesn't like you, because my mic doesn't turn off. All right, Listen, shut up, Rosh. I, I don't like you either. You could have played that sound bit right there, but he missed yeah, well, we, we, we haven't really used the sound. Shut up, Raj. You don't know what you're talking there, about. Listen, he has, I've he has not been tor- running the boards around here. He has no, a torn ACL as a department. And no, that's what I mean I'm because sorry. I haven't been running. There we go. He he has a torn ACL. He can't get to the buttons as quick as he used to. Thank you. <laughs> that's exactly the one. We're Can we start? Uh, here's where I want to start. Let's start over again. Welcome to the crew. Yes. All right. Rutgers, Illinois, tomorrow night. Yeah, this is what I want to talk. Let's talk about very big game tomorrow afternoon. Slash late early evening. Semantics, Raj. Sorry. Semantics. Yes, Chris. Happy Halloween. So game is at four thirty. <sighs> I so love that. Happy Halloween, guys. That's a late afternoon game. Yeah, Rutgers. game is at four thirty. Illinois sixteen and eight. Rutgers seventeen and eight. Illinois has been on a three game skid now, losing two games at home to Michigan State, Maryland, both pretty uh, handedly. 70 69. Actually, that one was close against Michigan State. And then the Maryland was 75 66. And then at Iowa, they lost as well. So, Illinois, which was once probably you could say the best team in the Big Ten for like a very short stretch, but was ranked number one, has now fallen back to earth. I, Rutgers. Feel, I feel like everybody also, though, has had game. that spot sometime this season in the Big Ten. It was Michigan State for like the longest. Then it went Illinois. I'm just going to take these headphones off because I can't hear anything. But anyway, then it went Illinois for a bit. Then it went Maryland. Yeah. It's it, been, and it's going to be Maryland for yes. a while consistently because they've been by far the best team. And they found a way to win on the road. When, well, I guess Rut- the only other team that really wins on the road in the Big Ten consistently is like Penn State, to be fair. Because they have like five wins on the road at yeah, this point. Yeah, there's but no, there's no consistency. Oh, no, no, there's like, no. I mean, of course, the home team is... Usually favorite, barring it's Nebraska or Northwestern. Yeah, but now, we've talked now about Illinois. Big Ten. Big Ten have beaten the spread sixty percent of the right, time at that home. Beating the spread versus 
winning the game is two different things. Because you, you could be underdogs at home, potentially. It's so. still it's, crazy. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yes, I agree. It's 60 to 40, essentially. And like, a lot of the spreads, too, that were blown, like we said, were uh, bigger spreads. So it was like those Nebraska spreads when they, because I, I, one time I, I, I did that, too, where Nebraska was like plus 16 and a half. And I'm like, well, I doubt they get blown out by 17 points. At home. Of, yeah, like, so yeah. it's like, all right. And then that kind of has messed that up. Like, normally the tight spreads, the the home team hasn't winning, except Illinois these, these past couple of weeks now. But Rutgers also on somewhat of a skid here. So both teams kind of desperate for a win. However, second team they're meet, second time they're meeting, Rutgers lost by three the first time. And it's also the first time that Rutgers will play an opponent that they lost to on the road that finally comes to the rack. Yeah, so I, I'm interested to see how the they Michigan adjust. one's going to be the other one technically too, yeah. following up. And Maryland. Man. And Maryland, but yeah, these, those games it. haven't yeah. happened yet. Yeah, yeah, Rutgers has had yeah. the luxury of facing, I guess, I don't want to say the... I guess I guess I don't want to say the bottom feeders, but like the bottom half of the Big Ten, like teams that are not as good. I guess with the exception of Penn State, awesome. that Rutgers has a chance to have to play. Now they really get into the meat of the schedule, where every game is a tough one, whether it's home or away. Have you guys looked at Illinois' schedule in February? They started off by playing Iowa, which is number twenty-two. Then they went to Maryland, and then they went to Michigan State. Now they're going to Rutgers. Then Penn State, Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana, Ohio State, and Iowa to end of the season. They have a. They might even have a tougher schedule than us, which is uh, tough. They, to I mean, say. they have a couple of winnable games in there with like Northwestern coming I, in there. Those are I mean, two winnable games, had, but they right. have a majority yeah, of is yeah, made up by rank. If you don't realize the games that Rutgers is running on the schedule, they're all. They're all yeah. quad one or quad two opportunities. Yeah, they're, at this they're point. All there's no, there's no quad three the, games remaining. At there this were point. two, yeah, there were two quad three games in this recent stretch. It was home against Nebraska, home against Northwestern. They had two close calls, but they were able to avoid. Thank goodness, because like, two games. every win right now is like it seems yeah. so apparent. Like, can you imagine if they lose that Nebraska or that Northwestern game? I mean, yeah, now it, now it's you're like, looking it's at like now you're asking them to go do really something that them. they haven't done in a month and a half and go win on the road and. They just look like a different team on the road for some reason. The Northwestern was the one that would really bite them in the butt if they either lost one, that game. Either one, because either both of them would have been would have been Q three losses. I'm also looking at it kind of optimistically because they have played some of these teams before, though. You know, like this isn't uh, the first time that they're playing Maryland. It's usually harder to beat a team now twice, especially now now being at home. I, I imagine that Rutgers is going to be favored still in all the home games except the Maryland one. So yeah, I think I mean they're they're favored by a wide margin on ESPN. I was kind of shocked even looking at it, but then I realized Illinois has been playing kind of poorly lately. But they're favored by they're sixty four to thirty six on ESPN Rutgers to win. And I imagine the same thing is going to happen to Michigan. But Ma- the Maryland game only- is Maryland game will be probably I'm going to say Maryland minus three minus four. As right, well right. Maryland right now according if you look at ESPN they're a fifty three forty seven favorite, so a tight one. But it's the yeah. first game that Rutgers has really been uh, considered under at the home at home. Yeah. I also and- think. Hold on. I also think if Rutgers drops either this game to Illinois or the next one to Michigan. Maryland's odds go way up because it's not the undefeated streak going into that oh, final sure. game. I don't, oh, I, I don't yeah, think that really plays matters. that much into I, it. it, I, does. No, it no, I think it. I think it, it plays. Really does. No, I think it plays. Yes, it does because look at how they've played in the last couple of games. If they go and drop this game now at home, considering they just the pressure's dropped one not there. Ohio State, who's been worse, had a literally a miracle. At the end of the day, we needed a miracle game from Geo Baker to well, win that Northwestern. Well, well here's yes, what, we did. Yes, I agree. I'm not. I'm not yes, denying that. But they lose that record. But the the. Them being undefeated heading into a home game has no bearing on winning at the rack as a road team and exactly. a sold-out rack being any less difficult. No, but it just means that the, the team itself has gotten regressed. 
comfortable, you mean at home? Regrets. No, no. Rutgers, Rutgers would have regrets. Well, well, no, they would. I, no. would, I do agree with that point. No, I do agree with that. I would not. No. I would agree with that point. Wait, wait, 16 0, how would they not have regrets? Hold on. No, no. I agree with that point if that loss was to Northwestern. If that loss was to Northwestern, a team that you should have dominated. just lost three in a row, two at home. Who? Illinois. No, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Rutgers here. We're not talking about Illinois for a second. I know, so I'm saying I'm if, saying if they lost that game to Northwestern, then the wheels could there's potential that the wheels can really come off. I think this home game I think this home stretch right here determines what kind of placement Rutgers is going to have because if they lose one of, of two of these games, I mean, obvious, they have David. to go on the I'm, road and win another one or they would have to at least get one game in the Big 10 tournament in order to those make are that 20-win mark. Where we came into the argument was saying that if they were, and I agreed with Baxter here, if they were to lose now their 16-0 at home to an Illinois team in which they're favored yet again, they were fa- they were not favored, but a better one, team yeah. than, than Ohio State. They lost that one, took a miracle game from Geo to, to win against Northwestern. Nebraska was a close one as well. Now you lose to Illinois. But they were never favored against Ohio State. They were, they were plus they six weren't, going into but, it. But they were on the road. It. No, no, but no. But and they, they got absolutely dominated. Yeah, exactly. But listen, you look at it, the schedule, Ohio State as a team, that, they looked they at have, Rutgers as that was a good win for them. Like, that was a big win. It was a very Ohio good Ohio State did, it not, did not look at themselves as the favorite there. I'm telling you, it mentally, mentally, sure they thought, okay, we're at home, we could win this, but at the end of the day, they're saying this is a great resume win right now. True, that's Rutgers. great. Rutgers. 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 Win is a big resume Ohio win State, in the Big Ten. Ohio State has played beaten teams like Villanova by 25 and UNC and like they have, but then they've also when, when, lost when, when, to all. I mean, do you yeah, they, had, they had a rough stretch. They had a rough stretch in January. There's, exactly. no, there's no denying that. Do I mean, you I'm think that Rutgers would be as as I guess scary as they are? If it wasn't for that undefeated streak at home, I don't think that they are. I think they just are a better I, team at home. But I, to be fair, I think what if I they do want to say that, is, what I do want to say is before we continue, you know, these last three games at home, like if you're like an Illinois team coming and you're looking at this Rutgers team, Rutgers really hasn't been convincing for about a month now, in my opinion. Yeah, they barely beat saying. Nebraska. Yeah. They barely beat Purdue because even though it was a seven point game, Purdue was right there at the end of things to make a run. And then they barely, and they needed a Herculean effort from Geo Baker to pull out the Northwestern well, one. So I believe we I'm lose to Michigan. I think we lose to Michigan at home. I'm not going to hold, hold on. No. Hold on. Well, we, we, I want to see what type of performance this yeah, team puts gotta, on because yeah, they've gotta gotten look, away from their. You got to look at Saturday. We're not. I'm not even have, looking at Michigan because they We're have t- gotten away from what works for them. They don't defend a three ball well at all, and they definitely do that at Ohio State, and they've not been doing that well for. I want to say ever since the Iowa game. Yeah. I feel like that's been a turning point. All right. They've like Minnesota did a really good job. They won that game, big game. They get ranked. And ever since they've gotten ranked, it's like they don't defend a three ball anymore. Like it's open shots for these people. The Purdue one, I'm not blaming them. And then Miles Johnson and Ron Harper Jr. on like a fight that I can't even. That's where that's where my main complaint is, is that Miles Johnson is, I don't know if he's studying for classes. I know he's got a hard major. Like electrical engineering. Yeah. Joking yeah. around. Maybe his girlfriend broke up with him or something. I don't know. But he's. Playing Has a lot of speculation going on. Can't out even there, make Brand. a dunk. I mean, I, I don't know. I you, you know, you're six six eleven. You got to make a dunk, man. That, that was game. a big, big, huge dunk. You were at the game, so I'm yeah, sure you knew. I, right when when he missed it, I was the like, air, the yeah. air went out of the team. Yeah. The okay, but went, I think <laughs> I think him having three fouls and only playing 18 minutes played a bigger factor in Rutgers losing to Ohio State than him missing one dunk. Uh, that's also I'm also questioning a little bit because Pykel opted to put in Carter over and Johnson even with three fouls, but I mean. I mean, but Chris, but I mean, Carter Chris, also had three fouls. I know, so I know, that doesn't... And, and Mamadou got involved as well, which was like, I thought it was game over at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, if Mamadou gets Mamadou involved, gets like seven problem. minutes. Like, I mean, Uh-oh. nothing against Mamadou, but like, I'm well, sorry. Somebody, I have somebody against Mamadou. He's not very good at basketball. But I agree. I agree, Chris. I'm sorry. He's not a Big Ten caliber player, but I'm no. not going to... Former uh, four-star recruit. Hey, man, not everybody turns out to be a, a stud. No. No. Sometimes the two-star players make it... Like Joe end. Baker. 
Junior Bank was two stars? Yeah. Oh, I two thought, star out of New Hampshire. Yeah, he was under recruited. Very um, under recruited. And um you know, I mean I mean I'm not I'm not gonna go back all the way to recruiting. I think that I think what matters is that every game at home now matters just so much because it, yeah, it seems like course. Rutgers just can't win on the road. I'm sorry, but like, all, all they just we... seem like a different team on the road. They're pretty they're playing not playing their type of basketball at home, but away they're like they just can't get anything going. I don't know. What we're leaning on is the 16-0 record at home. So I'm saying if they were to somehow lose this game now tomorrow. Takes a lot of bite from the dog. It's going to sure. be. It, they're gonna, I'm telling you, now Michigan is going to be walking in there a little bit. Different mindset. Very good Maryland's point. Maryland's going to be walking in there. Different mindset. I think I think you have, to, at the very least, Rutgers has to go one for two at home here. And you have to pray that they steal one on the road. Cause, cause I think, I think they, they got to go two. I think they realistically got to. I think they should win this one Saturday. Yeah. If we... Look at how Rutgers has been playing throughout the duration of the season, not just this little stretch, this week stretch that they've had, but should win this one, should win that Michigan one. Maryland, if you lose that one, okay, and you got to steal a game on the road. Because I think if you lose, if you lose both uh, both of these home games, man, like I think it is over. Oh, well, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. I, I'm sorry, I, yeah, but they're not going to lose both of these home games. I know. I hope not. I hope not. They I mean, could. Here, I, all right, there. Are, the way I see it, there are two scenarios. One, Rutgers is able to win the remaining three home games. And regardless of what happens on the road, that's enough to get him into the NCAA tournament. Perfectly that's probably said. least likely. I wouldn't think that's least likely. That's, not, that's I think it's most more likely, likely they win three nah. games at home than they win one on the road. I agree. 100%. I, I say two. I say two wins. I think it's these next two games and lose to Maryland. I, I also I don't think Michigan should be a given. I like no, the Michigan not style. Not I don't think it's any of them are not a given. But I, I, it's not, not a given. But I feel like we are looking over home. them. We are more looking for. Maryland, and we are looking to Illinois because that's recency, or uh, that's well, the most recent game that's going to be happening. Well, what I what I would say is, Baxter, you have a point in the sense like they they they're they're going to be favored in the next two games. That's that's period. Yeah. My my point is, I think I think as a Rutgers fan, if you're looking out there, the the problem that you might have in your head is Rutgers really hasn't been like the top caliber Big Ten teams at home because well they've only played one of them and that was Penn State. They really didn't play Michigan State at home. They didn't really play Iowa at home. They haven't played Maryland at home yet. You know, like all the e- like I don't want to say easy games in the Big Ten, but like I guess the soft part of the schedules got taken care of in January, and they had to do their business, and they did. They went seven and they went seven and three at the end of January. Now you went three. You've lost three of your last four. Your win is Northwestern. There's a lot of question marks around this team right now, and the question- I, I think, but I think people are starting to. I think the fan base is starting to overreact a little. I, I I mean there was the sky is falling. Yeah, no, the sure. sky will be no the sky the will be really falling if they lose tomorrow. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, because that'll be a problem. Because then, we set then our I think the wheels can really come off. Because if they yeah, if they well I wouldn't say the wheels come off, but if they lose to Illinois tomorrow, then it goes from a, a win on the road in these last few road games would help the resume to you need that to be a hundred percent sure that you're going to be in the NCAA tournament. That's or you have saying, to go and go make the Big Ten semis or something. Yeah, we yeah, set our right? expectations to not even entering the Big Ten tournament now. I mean the NCAA tournament now, but having like a six or maybe even getting down to like a five seed. And yeah, now it's yeah. Not happening and now, now you're yeah. looking at it. If unless they six and drop, if they drop some games here and they only have nineteen wins, you're going to be you're going to be scared. I think, I think they need to, I'm, I just I have this feeling I they need to steal one on the road. They have to steal. The bottom it of gives my them heart, wiggle room. Maybe, it gives us so much wiggle room. Maybe well, we think, have some bias being Rutgers students here, but obviously I you, think that you, even with 19 wins, there's a chance just because of the story they've made that they that No, they 19 wins. Them in. I think 19 no. wins gets them in. Yeah, 19 wins in this we conference them in. with this it was, squeak squeak them in. schedule will get them in. They'll be in. 
They'll be. I'd a, say, I think they'd be a nine seed. My point is here. Who they? Who they'll they be better. They'll be better positioned to get in with one win at home and one win on the road if they go nine. If they only get nineteen wins in the season, then two wins at home. Of, at this point, of the next of the three away games that we have remaining, who do you see as the most likely to get that victory from? Wisconsin, Penn State, or Purdue? I think they're all winnable games, in my opinion. I see not, Wisconsin as the easier one. I, I agree. Yeah, Wisconsin is the easiest one, just with, with everything going on with that program. I don't see us playing at Penn State anymore. I thought I did for a while, but this seems good. It's this Penn State good. team is yeah. good. And then Purdue and is absolutely. I know we've beaten them already, the but that arena, so plays yeah, into you're not. The, it's that place hard. that place gets louder than the rack. Like having yeah. having been there for a women's basketball game, maybe half filled, they got loud. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine when they have the men's basketball team there and the place is packed to the gills and everybody's screaming. Like that's not an easy environment to play in. Well, there's and no Ruck- easy... Rutgers also hasn't been doing well on the road. Maybe Ohio State because there's no noise. Yeah, I mean Ohio State. I, I I'm only going off of what I saw on Maybe TV. Maybe Northwestern. It looked like there were ten people there. There were, there wow. were. Man, like like I think you, you should have first of all brought everyone down to the first like layer because like I think Sakonis there might have been like seven eight thousand people there. Wow. And an eighteen thousand person stadium. Like it we was still absolutely. Got, wow. They should build they, a new arena like a trapezoid. There's just no noise, man. Like Brent, I could fill that up that place up with twenty thousand people. And I think there'd be noise. I was joking with them. If you're not playing football, why are you why about Ohio State? Yeah. It, it would take. I mean. I would want to even go to Rutgers, even if Rutgers historically has been a worse program. I don't, I don't, right I don't now. know about that. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State's done a good job of the last couple of years making the NCAA tournament. They so, have, but I mean, I'm saying, like, as a basketball 91. Lover, <laughs> as a basketball lover, just playing in the state of New Jersey. So, well, let's. For a team that. Let's, well, well, well we're, we're speculating a lot. Let's break the game down tomorrow. So, you know, we have a few minutes still. Um, the one player to watch that, that we'll see if he's day to day at this point, Io. Sunmu, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. You are. Uh, he's been averaging 16 points. And he, he's got, he, got, he got injured yeah, but Coburn's on the last play also Michigan State. He's playing. Coburn he no is. Okay, but he said the one key player. He's Coburn's right. a key player. Okay, but... I don't care what he says. Will you Coburn's let Raj finish his Sorry. point? Who? Coburn. Oh, well, yeah, he is. I but. think he... I, I love Coburn. From what I saw, he was very good. He's very good, but Asunmu is, is the star player of the team. He is the star player of the team, so, but he is playing. I Sacco is getting that very mad. Stretch, well, no, his not. stretch run right now, they're tired. <laughs> if, he, if he gets no, out really of this game, I, I will be stunned. I mean, if, if he's he not playing play. tomorrow, like heavy favorite Rutgers. Yes, like, then because hammer because Rutgers. Because he's I'm, an absolute I'm, monster. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, hammer so, Rutgers if he doesn't He got injured on the last play for the fans that don't know against Michigan State. When they lost, dropped that one by one. Um... I do not know the name of the arena that Illinois plays in. Um, Somebody wants to jump in on that State one. Farm Center? I will go with the State Farm Center, but uh, someone have to verify that for me. Everything's uh, assembly, assembly Hall. No, no it is not Assembly Hall. Hall. It's Indiana. Indiana, man. Everything's Assembly <laughs> The wreck. <laughs> assembly Hall is beautiful, though. That and, is. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, Kofi Cockburn is the other player, 13.7 points. Coburn. Coburn. And Andre Spilas, he's been 11 It is State Farm Center. And yes. Trent Frazier averaging nearly 10 points a game. So they have four players that will put up nearly 10 points a game. That name's the worst. So even without Dasunmu. No, they're done without Dasunmu on the road. That's like, you're, you're done. He's playing this game for the sake of Illinois' uh, stretch here to close it out. Pick he's up another ranked win at home. Well, let me throw let me throw this at, at Chris. Well, technically, it's not a quad one opportunity. It's actually a quad two. Cause, but they're ranked. Because they're 36th in okay. the net. Yeah, then uh, that's weird. Yeah, it's 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 all over. Rutgers is thirty one. Yeah, so the well, Buckeyes missed out by one. If Rutgers was thirty, they would get a quad one win. So yeah. kind of unfortunate what, for them. But what, when we played Illinois earlier this year, Dasumu dropped eighteen on us. Yeah, and and remember Illinois only scored fifty four points in that yeah. game. So and that was and Rutgers Big played part. their their type of basketball in the game. I know they led early like ten two, but after a while they went on a cold streak. Yeah. So I want to throw this out to you guys. I guess we'll start with Chris. Like, 
with the student or without the student, like what what type of basketball do you want to see Rutgers play again to get back on level footing here at home? The same basketball they were playing back in January. You know, it's feed Miles Johnson in the paint, let him go to work, especially if Dosun moves out. That's definitely going to help out Rutgers in that respect. It'll be hard against Illinois. Got a tough matchup though. He's what? got a tough matchup against Illinois. Why? Why is it an especially tough matchup? Because Coburn. Okay, but that. All right, so That's Miles Johnson was up against Daniel Oturi, shut him out in the first half. I know he did, but it, it, it's just going to be a tough one of the tougher matchups for him. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think he's. But, if if he does have a game like that, I'll be blown away this time. That he, that's one. Number two, Rutgers is going to have to make sure they don't get eaten alive on the boards. That's going to be a key thing, and also no stupid turnovers. We saw a lot of those in last game. Yeah, and I last know. Couple was, of games actually. Yeah, it's been a trend. I mean, it's a younger team, so you tend to see that more with younger teams. Rutgers is like I think 270th in experience in the country, or something. Along those lines, Geo Baker. Besides, I guess if you don't count, Geo Baker's the only, only three-star, yeah. three-year player there that's playing for the Scarlet Knights. Yes, so. it's largely a team of sophomores, and you have a freshman, Paul Mulcahy, getting significant minutes too. I always love, I love watching Paul when he gets in there and he just kind of like yells at everybody. He's like, "Come on, guys! Like, let's go!" And they listen. Mulcahy. I don't think that's what his that's voice what sounds says, like. But Mulcahy uh, gave him a lot of credit for the last game. He he showed up. He was the actual one, only one that showed yeah. up in the first half. Yeah, and then. Uh, Kind of had to. He right? kind of had to. He kind of had to. He knocked down a couple of three pointers, which kind of left me stunned. But don't uh, really see that from Paul Mulcahy. He well, puts down like three. Now we're a game. starting to. Yeah, I hope so. He's still a little I, tentative. He had. A, he did have an open look there at the end, and said he decided on a tough floater, which I was kind of. That's a good point. Mad at. Has he's, anyone he's else tentative. noticed like this team has become really hesitant from shooting from like this three like yeah yes. well, yeah yes. because they're not super tentative. Like because here's why it's only seems it only seems like Gio is the one who only shoots from behind they the arc. Never, he's not doing they, that well. They always pass up the good looks and then wait deeper in the shot clock and end up having to jack up an even tougher three. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or a contested two point shot yeah. when they had an open three, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like, it's because Ron Harper doesn't. Believe in a shot right now. I truly believe Neither that. Well, he, this, here's what yeah. it is. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily any Only individual does player. Jamal, but keep going. Gio has a year, lot of confidence. Yeah. Uh, we already knew about Gio. Sorry, so Zach. Earlier, the floor is yours. Earlier in the year, Rutgers, you know, their offense was kind of stagnant. They were jacking up a lot of bad threes, and I think Steve Peichel said, you know, you're not a team that's good enough from deep to like put up 25 threes a night. And I think that uh, – hold on, let me finish. Do put up a decent amount of threes, though. They do. No, yeah. no, but what I'm saying is I don't think that's the game that Steve Peichel necessarily wants them to play, but I think they've taken that to the other extreme where they're hesitant to shoot any three at all. And when but they, they get do a good, shoot threes and get – Well, no, no, but, but I'm talking about them passing up good looks. Yeah. They they're feel like they're better off trying to get it inside, but then they can't get anything inside and okay. end up jacking up a worse three than if they just took it earlier in the possession. No? Okay. no a, contest, I, a contested I three. That. That's what I've been noticing. I agree with yes. that. Because they, they, they're getting good looks – and they get good looks what, early. Good looks early, yeah. right? And, and I guess, I, I guess, is a mentality there that you want to burn more of the shot clock. Like I, I don't really, I don't really get it. I, it looks like they're more hesitant than anything when I watch them on TV. Yeah. Like when you look at that Northwestern game, like, and and I thought it was a little bit because of the fact they started zero and six, you know, shooting from three. Yeah. But then even in Ohio State, like, kind of the same thing. Like I know, like they they Montez Mathis technically hit up his first three and made it in. I know it was a prayer, but but besides that, but like. They're just like, they're like double clutching the ball, like not sure what to do. And then they only take threes when they're like, oh, guys, we're down by 15 with six minutes to go. Might as well start shooting up a three to see if it goes in or not. Like, yeah. I, I don't mean, even know. It, it really is like Baker, even when Baker, like he has a bad game, that confidence never goes away. Like he will always shoot the three if you give him an open opportunity. Even if he 
even if he's 0 for 13, he'll still be taking that shot. It's just a matter of the other the other guys really stepping up and throwing it on net too. Like they're just not doing it, and it's kind of annoying. And, and I don't think they started doing it at the end of the game against the yeah. Buckeyes. Yeah, and, that, and that's what happens because they literally yeah. have to. <laughs> right. First of all, I, I complained about that on Nightline the whole time about how I believe them making that close game against Ohio State was one of those examples of garbage time. Ohio State kind of let up. The game was in their hands. They're up 18 with like, mm, what was it, like 10 not minutes? Real, I, I don't want to give you that. I mean, no, because they were playing full court press and Ohio State was struggling with it. Yeah, but they start playing full court press again because this is crunch time. You make one basket again. Everyone's everyone's a little bit more your right. momentum, your your confidence. You got to get your hands in there. I see Jacob Young starts getting chippy. Geo starts getting chippy. Gets his hands in there. They get one stop. They get another bucket. And now Ohio State is getting a little bit more tense, trying to use up some shot clock. Right. End up right. getting a crappy possession. Right. Before you know it, Rutgers is somewhat in the game, but it's it's still kind of over because. There's only it's just so much too much time. to do. Yeah, too because, little, too late. Again, Perfect. at the end yeah. of the day, you say you don't want to blame a loss on something like like Miles' dunk. Well, if you don't want to blame it on that, when you put yourself in a scenario where you literally have to make no errors anymore because you're down 18 with 10 minutes to go, now you're looking at a, a simple miss floater by Mulcahy, a simple miss dunk by Johnson. It, it hurts a lot more because you can't make an error now. No, you know what yeah, I'm saying? You're right. Like, yeah, they need to play, play perfect yeah, at the end of the game. You can't that's make, why you look you at You can't that. play 33 minutes of bad basketball and make up with the final seven-minute yes. stretch, you know? Yeah, unless mean, you're playing Northwestern. Do you, <laughs> unless you're playing well, Northwestern. Well, also, like I said, Gio had a miracle game there. Well, like, we yeah, took a, but he wasn't missing. He was you're automatic. Right. You're Do right. you guys know who led the team last time we played Indiana for Rutgers? It's probably Jacob Young, 16 points, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was yeah. Jacob Young because Gio was out, though. Right, right behind him was RHJ with nine. Yeah, our, the Ron rest Robert of the Jr. team has scored ten probably in how many how many games now? Yeah, right? the the rest of the team like didn't show up. Imagine if we would have showed up, like you hit another three. That game is tied. It yeah, was but a that game was very gritty 54. and defensively played. No, that was a good. That was that's a, a very good game. example of if that was at the rack, Rutgers would have won. Exactly. But this Ohio State one was the first time where me and Jake said, "Yeah, if this probably was at the rack, they would have lost this game." Yeah. I, I, mean, I agree well, with that, they just too. Didn't play I think well. they would have lost. They really they didn't play well. They just had no game plan, yeah. it seemed like. Because all, all Ohio State would do is feed the ball to Caleb Wesson, draw the double team, or anybody else actually in the paint would draw the double team, kick it out. Boards, three, too. Boom, they were getting done. obliterated yeah. on boards. Hello, everybody, and welcome back here to WRSU FM New Brunswick. Uh, it is that time again where we do locks of the week and we all go to our phones to try to find a game because we all forget that this segment exists. Um, Truer sure words have never been spoken. <laughs> yeah, we're all just We're, we're all looking our at our phones right now like, oh no. Oh God, no. Um, we should get our gambling expert in here. Yeah, well, he's tied up in a meeting right now. He oh. looks he looks very depressed in the meeting. He's biting on his fingernails. He's just like, come on, stop talking. They've been in there for like an hour and a half, <laughs> just an hour and a half straight meetings. Um, yeah, I... So for some reason, what I... I, I all right, I, I got a lock. Oh, you got it? Uh, I am picking Rutgers over Illinois. No, you, you cannot do that. <laughs> there, there was that a conversation... A that is a cop-out. There was a conversation <laughs> off mic... Where Raj was like, oh, I'm going to pick my lock of the week. It's going to be Rutgers over Illinois. Where Sakonis, being the rule guy, overlord, just was overlord like, overlord, overlord, uh, Troy Sakonis. Troy Sakonis? 
What? Man, so, that just sounds weird. Yeah, Troy Sakona. That just sounds weird, that, that, that joke sounded like it was going somewhere and then just frizzled out. That was out. horrendous, bro. What, what? So... There we go. Are you going with Rutgers? No, I'm picking. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking the Oilers over the Panthers tomorrow. Um, it's a four o'clock game. I just like the Oilers. I think. Will you be watching that instead of the Rutgers game? Is there a of course. Or yeah, I'm definitely watching hockey over Rutgers. Oof. I'm gonna be on production here, but I'm gonna be watching hockey as I do pretty much every production I'm on. I called bas. I called women's basketball. I was watching uh, World Juniors instead of the game. The dribble, dribble, dribble. Yes. Yes, that that I, that game I was watching the Bruins. I remember games that I was watching during actual games. Um, I was betting during the lacrosse game. Listen, loads of fun here. I am I'm a professional, if nothing else. <laughs> At its finest. Yeah, I had I had some I had a couple of units during the lacrosse game, and I was. Schmid was there. You, I, I was like jumping a... up and down in the middle of the call because I won. Yeah, he was really excited. <laughs> but. So... I'm picking I'm picking Edmonton Oilers over the Panthers. I like the Oilers play as a Raiders is just money line just giving us false information. Listen, you know, the money uh, line on that could be like minus two grand. How's someone gonna All right. I don't have I don't have the betting app anymore. I'm I cashed out. All right, so he's just gonna go money line on that. We're just Straight gonna imagine money line. like it's a pick em. Straight money line, I would say it's both minus value. Okay. So, so you're saying it's I'm a I'm saying pick it's em. a very yeah, it's a pick 'em. Okay. Raj. Does Raj have a lock of the week? He's picking I tennis. Do. I'm doing tennis, though. Oh, I, I don't know how you guys go. go with this. All right. I'll, I'll, I can fact check him on this tennis. So All right. Let's see. Here we so, go. So, we're going to do a live, a live bet instead. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think anyone has. listeners. No one yeah. has ever done live here. So, um, first live bet. So, do you guys know Andre Rublev is? Yeah. Rublev is like a Jake Schmid, my buddy. He, he puts up the thumbs up. He knows where I'm going with this. Andre Rublev is down a set right now. He just lost the first step against. Philippe Krajnovic, who is not, I don't know not a well-known household yeah, name. I, I, so I don't know him. So. The fact is, Rublev is being put up as plus 105 value. I think that is a lock because this is an early round in ATP 500 series. I will go with Rublev. He has been absolutely outstanding in the last month I and like a half. It. No, I, I, I like it. I usually don't bet tennis unless it's not a majors because, like I said, I just watch tennis my whole life and know that the majors is where it counts. Yeah, yes. it's, you're gonna get 100 percent out of anybody. Like sometimes people are literally just crafting their games. Maybe not Nick Kyrgios, but that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> they're just crafting their games sometimes in the lower tournaments, just trying to fine tune for the majors. That's I'm sorry. I'm I sorry for our listeners. There's just not much going on today. That's I'm. That's I've, really I've got something in that background. really caught my eye. All right, let's hear it. New York Guardians at DC oh Defenders. <laughs> oh no, no, give me the guardians. Or give me the Defenders. Man. I was gonna say de- Defenders are minus five and a half. I'm with you, Baxter. Give me I think the Defenders. defenders cover that. Now, uh, if you who watch, are the Roughnecks, Brian? The Roughnecks. Hang on. I'm a Roughnecks. Uh, this is yeah, so Saturday, right? yeah. Saturday's doubleheader is New York at D.C. and then the Tampa Bay Vipers at the Seattle Dragons. And then... <laughs> Vipers. Roughnecks are... Dragons Roughnecks fighting are home a Viper. against the Battlehawks. Oh, let's go. The battle... The St. Louis Battlehawks are going down. Roughnecks are favored by eight in that one. Yeah, you're damn right we are. We are the best team in the XFL. I got one for you. All right. So, this one is going to be a money line. So, if you go and take this, I think they got them at plus 150 right now. So, if this hits, you guys owe me. But Yale's at Princeton today, basketball. Yale's 17-5, and Princeton 10-9. and Princeton's playing really well at home. It's been on a heater. I think that at home, they score roughly the same points, 77-72. Yale is number one in Ivies right now, but it's not by much. I go Princeton here. 
Yeah, I don't think that, that I, I think that Princeton money line game, or spread. Just straight up money line. It's it's a close game. It, like Vegas has it. Like I think it was like minus one eighty. I think I just saw for Yale, and it was plus one fifty. Right, around so it's for, plus for value. Princeton. So yeah. it's plus value, but still, it's a plus value in a close game. You could make more than what you put up in that game. All if right, you take I it. I got an over under for you guys. So I'm going to music festival next weekend. Um, and there's beer at the festival. Over under eight beers a day for me. Eight and a half. I mean, what time are you pulling up? I need to know your schedule. All right. right. So I, I am, listen, I'm 20, I'm 24. I'm only 20. You're 21. That's true. Yeah. Sacco just can't, can't chime in. K or can. All right, so and, I will tell. I will tell Jake Schmid, who did our. I will cast. tell you my schedule. I am flying in Friday morning. I'm going to the festival Friday afternoon. Staying at an Airbnb, going to the festival Saturday afternoon. Staying at an Airbnb, going to the festival Sunday afternoon. Over under eight eight and a half. Over. Each day. Over. I mean, if you're there the whole day, you yeah. have to like. Over. Yeah. Right, I, I, right, I, would, I would put my, my life savings on that I one over. My life savings. <laughs> if you're there the whole day in the heat, you're going to sweat it's it out. It's not the heat. It's, Cameron, in, Cameron, it's, in Steamboat Col- it's in Steamboat, Colorado. It's in the mountains. So you're going to be questions. bundled up at yep. this thing? That, I mean, well, then there you go, too. All you're right. going to need to Two stay warm. So. Yes. You said. You're there the so whole eight, day. Eight and a half. Each day. I can see it. Each day. Possible. I, I'll take over on that. But it also depends on the type of beer you're drinking. It's a lot of craft. It's a oh. lot of craft. That makes sense. That's why I set the line to eight and a half. Interesting. I, if you're about to say IPAs, I'll be like under immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so who's no. going to be at this festival? It's it's craft ciders and beers. No, who's going to be at the festival? Like, uh, I'm gonna you guys want to know. It's like green sky, bluegrass, Billy Strings. Stuff like that. I So here's folk, my thing. Folk music, some little jam Yeah, bands. it's it's uh it's bluegrass. Okay. So I um if I were to do this, I'm going to four festivals this year. Okay. Um, if I were to do this during the Maryland one, I would set the line at probably 15 beers. Uh, because the one in Maryland's in the, in, like, in Memorial Day weekend. I'm not an alcoholic, but I enjoy drinking. Um, and 15 beers in the in the hot, in the sun, it's tough. So I'd say Maryland's going to be 15. I'm putting eight and a half. For, 15 beers is a lot, man. I think I could do 15. Listen, it's a... I'm camping out there. Mm. So I will probably be drinking a beer for breakfast. That's like eating like three pizzas in a day. I've equivalent. Had, I've had 40 pizzas in the last 30 <laughs> days. The best thing ever was when that was our intro for Are You Awake? Yeah. So someone was listening to 88.7 FM to whatever just, show came just on Just heard before. Papa John talking about nowhere. the day of reckoning is upon us. No intro, no context. Brant, do you know what we're talking about? No, I do not. All right. K.O.R. Can you pull up Papa John's? Uh, Forty pizzas pe- in thirty days. This is this is the kind of crew that I like running, where it just goes off the rails. Um, this went off the rails pa- when you introduced us. Yeah, crew. Papa John's. Yeah, we gotta get that intro out. <laughs> Papa John ate forty pizzas in thirty days. Oh, I know about this. Yeah. This All right, never mind. Don't pull it up. No, I know about this. <laughs> no, I still so want to hear but, it. But what, so what? What are we getting at with this? Yeah, guy? just yeah. just the fact. That just he talking did that? about it. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, and now, apparently, now apparently, crazy means eating sixty pizzas. And well, apparently, he's backing down from that statement. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of statements. Wait, he so he is denying? Yes. Hang on. He did not have thir- or forty full pizzas. He had thirty nine full pizzas. 
I, I doubt he had his own he pizza. He had 40 pizza, he pieces have of had pizza. He Papa John's pizza because you would have been dead. That pizza is also, also, he was... <laughs> and the only thing that you should get is Domino's if you're going to get fast food he was, no, and No, if you live in the state of New Jersey, you should not be... Going anywhere near a Domino's. No, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that. I don't. I, I, Domino's is so great much, travel but, but pizza. There is so much. Okay, have, but when you're I on the have, road, obviously I agree with you. I'm gonna be Jersey, New York style pizza. But I, Domino's is good for a change. I do like every the once club. in a while. Yeah, every once in a while, it, it's not bad. Usually, I, it's when I have 15 beers and it's like I could go for Domino's. Yeah, but right if now. you get Papa John's, you're straight up psycho. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but here's the. Here's it's my, so greasy. Like, it's disgusting. Domino's yeah. is Pizza so good greasy. Pizza, Domino's Pizza's is greasy, good. but they do. No? It. They, they no? pull it yeah. off somehow. No? I had what? Pizza Hut? No. Mm. Pizza Hut's not. Pizza horrible. Hut is good. I had Pizza, Pizza Hut since I was a child, but but Domino's I still have. Kind. Of, I mean, I guess you could say kind. Of, and we'll have it more in the so in the summer when I'm home. There's a Domino's right by where I work. So. I won. I one time. So I bought a sandwich. Like I was traveling to California, and that's like the only food that was like within walking distance. So I bought uh, Domino's, and I had a sandwich that came in a box, and it was so greasy that the grease went through the box. And from Domino's. Yeah. yeah. So it, I. It happens. If you leave the pizza in there for a couple hours, it'll do the same thing. I. I. I put it on the bed at the hotel, and it like grease bled through it to the sheets. Oof. It was so gross, but it was good. Sheets, it yeah, was good. good. Yeah, it was still good. Yeah, it's a type of thing where I'm not trying to eat it all the time. But if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go Domino's, and I'm not going to go Papa John's. Hundred percent. Well, also Papa John is no longer Papa John. Like he's been outed by the company. That's why he went on a pizza bender and ate forty pizzas in thirty days to show Papa John's. Like that, that, that was the whole Probably thing. The only true customer. Yeah. That was the whole thing was him telling the now CEO of Papa John's that the day of reckoning is upon him. And, and here, yeah, the reason why I'm the, so adamant about this. The day will come. Is my, my, my dad is not from New Jersey originally, and he doesn't appreciate New Jersey pizza. He's he from just Athens, sees right? that. Oh, in Florida, yes. I'm sure you've had Domino's a bunch. In Florida? No, but not Domino's. My dad is a firm believer that DiGiorno's is the only pizza worth having. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's worse than Domino's. I know it is. I've had to eat it every Friday. Oh, here comes Justin. No, no, he's just calling Oh, Raj way to out. call attention to him. He's he's giving us a Raj. He's being escorted I, out I don't of know, here right I don't now. know why Raj. Escorted out of here, out of the studio. There's some people in black I don't black know what suits. Raj is to deserve this. There's some oh, people no. in black suits and black sunglasses. I, that might be the end of it for Raj. I think the detectives have gone to Raj. Sherlock is on the case. It's been a fun five years, but Raj Shah's time is coming to an end. Rest in peace, Raj. I like how we're just doing Oh, play thank play God he's back. Nope, he's back. Oh, God, he's back. He's for suspension. now. Are you suspended? You want to answer? This is my last uh, crew. Really? What? Yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I thought oh, Ash is perfect. Anyway, right so uh, Justin looked like he's giving you suspended? the business. What's good? No, nothing. We're just you know making new promos for our listeners. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank God. Uh, I don't think I could do another hour suspension. I don't think you could either. You could though. You're having a lot of fun with it. I haven't been suspended. No, I'm yet. just kidding. All right. Surprisingly. Anyways. Yeah, I am the one that like <laughs> right away you would think I would have had a suspension, zero suspension so far, but. Back to sports. Thank goodness. What should we talk Part about? Time, Basketball man. again? Anyways, we did. How back about to Illinois. Matt McGloin? <laughs> Mix it up. Thank God. And and Kira, please please put up those keys, man. Uh, anyways, Matt McGloin. So, I guess if you want to talk basketball again, since we're a Friday, we're always right before Big Saturday Hoops Day. Want to talk 
some big hoops games coming up because this is one of the last weekends before you know it gets into tournament play and stuff. Big game outside of uh, Rutgers in the Big Ten. We'll keep it in the Big Ten for now. This is Big Ten country. Maryland is at Michigan State now. What do you guys think? Any thoughts? Maryland beats Michigan State. I think Maryland's I, not been good on the road. Michigan State. I don't been care. I don't like. A, I don't like Michigan they, State. They were they're in a little they, bit of funk too themselves too, man. They were. Then they just beat Illinois at Illinois, so they probably feeling a little better about themselves. And this is historically. Yeah, but this was a team know. that now that is fighting for an NCAA spot. <laughs> they were. They were too. second. No way. Yes. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. Michigan State is going to be in the NCAA tournament, and I could. How could you put even my question that? On that? No. Come they, on. How could they're you not. Even look at their that. peak. They're, they're not conference schedule. No, schedules. they they're very good. But um, what I'm trying to say, they're not say, a given. They're not going to be in a very well. Okay, I take it back. I'm wrong. They'll make they the NCAA lost They're not going to have a very good seed. Now, they're not going to have a very good seed in the okay, NCAA tournament. Go. Sorry. I was going to say if they somehow lost every single game from here on out, then they would not make it. Yes. Okay. I don't think. There's only one team in the Big Ten that can lose every game from this point on and make the NCAA tournament, and that's Maryland. That is it. They have 20 yeah. wins on the season. They've already got 10 conference wins. They have I a like nicely them. They're deadly. Like, sorry. I, I, I keep cutting you, trust, I keep I cutting you off, Raj. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I wouldn't well, touch Maryland with a stick. I keep cutting you off, Raj. It's fun, though. though. I wouldn't touch Maryland with a stick in the NCAA tournament. I don't trust them. Really? I don't Whoa. Trust them. 20 and 4. 20 and 4, man. I still don't trust them. Maryland is just one of those teams historically, if you follow college basketball through the years. They struggle in the NCAA tournament. Just choke. They just choke. Every year they have some kind People of People said that about Virginia for years, though. And then no, but you they, saw what happened no, 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 last no, no, no. year when Auburn went to the finals. Maryland's been right. doing this for a very long time. There's a player, I, I can't remember his name, but there's a player that transferred in from Duke to Maryland, if you remember his name, if you followed it back then. Transferred in from Duke. They had another player in Maryland who stayed another year. They have notoriously had these good college basketball players who decide to stay another year. And yeah. They think the team is going to be absolutely bonkers, and something goes haywire, and they go into either ISO ball or something happens, and they don't look that good. Oddly, it's happened a lot. It's happened a yeah, lot no, in Maryland. You can look it up. So Oddly enough, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I see Michigan State as more deadly in the tournament than Maryland. Of course. Just because they will have that lower seed. Um, of course. And, and I think if they get hot, they there. get hot. Like, yeah. they they are Rutgers Again, at the rack pretty much. Like, so we, they can get on that street. You were the narrative. The narrative for Michigan State in the NCAA, in the NCAA look, NCAA tournament is that everyone seems to have them every year, either getting to the Final Four or winning it. They don't necessarily yeah. every once in a while they'll underachieve. They had that one year where they lost and they absolutely blew up everyone's bracket. I forget what team that Middle was. Middle Tennessee? Was it Middle Tennessee? 2016? Okay, yeah. That yeah, was the one that. time they absolutely shred everyone's bracket. But other than that, and that was the year everyone had them winning. But other than that, they usually make like an Elite Eight, Sweet 16 run. They don't completely, you know, fumble. But yeah. They don't usually go as far as people project. Do you think, them. Brent? Do you think there's a team in the Big Ten that can make a run in the NCAA tournament? Of course, I think I think they're deep. I mean, last year, Michigan, well, Michigan, yeah, Michigan always is is kind of scary to people. I'm not gonna say what, it this what about year. RU, I'm not saying it this year. What about RU? No, RU is. I'm saying everyone in the I Big think, Ten last year when I started obviously following more Big Ten basketball since doing this. Um, March Madness came around. Big Ten was winning like nonstop. Yeah, they were. Yeah, like they, because here's the thing about the Big Ten is. You're you're playing teams that are either good enough to make the tournament or at least in the conversation night in and night out. It's not like some other conferences where you have five, four, five, six teams that are tournament quality and then there's a yeah. drop off. The tournament team in the for the Big Ten, the team that may do the best in the tournament could be anywhere from 
Maryland, Illinois, Rutgers, Michigan State, or Michigan, Yeah, in my opinion, or Iowa. I'll, I'll put it to you this way, Brand. There's a possibility that a team in the Big Ten that'll finish 10-10 and 10 could play in the first round and be in the bottom four of the conference. Yeah. That's how good the Big Ten yeah. is. Yep. And if that team wins a couple tournament games in the Big Ten tournament, they'd make the NCAA tournament. Do you despite see... Despite being bottom four in the Big Ten. Do you see a final four from the Big Ten? It's easy. I would you can say it's more likely it. out of that conference than out of the ACC, the Big 12, or the Pac-12. I do right. really like the way... I do really like the way, obviously, this is going to sound cliche year in and year out, but I do like the way that Precise. Duke's been playing. Or the Ivy League. Yeah. yeah. I, Duke's I, been good. Dude, Duke's, Duke's been good, and they don't really ever absolutely fumble it in the tournament. They, they're they going to do somewhat decent, Duke. To, so you, you never know. Uh, They've been playing well, man. <laughs> I don't think know. They have I, I don't know why. They kind of struggled against UNC. I don't know. I don't see That's anybody from the— but They have three losses on the season. Personally, I don't see anybody Nobody's from Big like Ten. Nobody's been like stellar this season. Nobody's been like absolutely dominant. Where you're like, I, I guess, can, I guess, I guess Baylor the only one. But if you had a gun in my head right now and said, "All right, choose a team that you think's going to make it to at least the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight, I would tell you Gonzaga. I think right now, not Baylor. No, Baylor. Baylor's another nine. one of those teams that I, I'm just personally just pet peeve of mine. Scared of them. You think they're like their type of team that would fumble in the second round or something yes. like that? Okay. So uh, if if you if you told me to give you one team who I think is capable of making the deepest run, I would say Gonzaga right now. I would say Duke. I like Duke. I, I okay. I think Duke I, I, is I would, built I for it. I like Baylor. I, Not a bad pick. Yeah, I, I think people. I don't are sleeping see. On. I don't see a Big Ten team personally. I don't see a Big Ten team making that Final Four run. It can happen. I just don't see it because it's deep. The Big Ten is deep, so it could be anybody. Because we will like we will literally just kill each other in the run up going I think, to I think, like, March. I think someone like Iowa could make a big push. I think if there's actually, I, yeah. this is going to sound a little cliche, but I think if there's one team in the Big Ten that's really my, the team I think is most likely to make a really deep run in March Madness, it would be Michigan State right now. Yeah. Just I, because Cassius wow, Winston was, is not wow, only one really of the most. What? Because innovative. Well, no, because. I mean, I said Michigan State Michigan early. Yeah. struggling. They are struggling, in my opinion. Yeah, but people are trying, are tending to overlook them now because they've struggled as of late without taking into consideration. You know how tough their out of conference schedule is. How talented that team is. That low seed's going to come back but in a very good that way. That low of a seed, the lowest they could be is like a five or a six. And I mean, even, that's, that's not the point. I think I think Chris Trent said they're just going to fly under the radar at this point. Yes. because people are going to have low expectations for them. Yeah, the relatively low. No, no, no Michigan, Michigan State. State. Oh, relatively low expectations. Big Ten knows how like, good Michigan State can be. You, yeah. If they somehow get in as like a ten or like a nine seed, they're going to be on everyone's sleeper radar in, in the in the brackets. I can see it already. I'd pick them. Yeah, I could see it already. Yeah. They have a bunch of um, seniority on that team. They have Izzo. I'm a huge Cash Winston fan. Yeah, I like Cash really? Winston too. Yes. So I, I see. Do you think he makes the league? I think he can make the league. I don't know. I don't know if so he's like a star, but you guys make are going to hate me for this one. All right. It's just like the way you similarly like Cash Winston. I, I'm, I'm a big Miles Powell guy. I like Miles Powell a lot. Well, that's a little different, but okay. But that's, he's a Seton Hall guy. Like if, the he reason played, why, the reason, if he played for like Northwestern, I wouldn't care. The but. reason why is because I had a couple of my friends trained with him and whatnot, and they all they all speak highly of him. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't guy, doubt he's a good guy. I still hate him. I don't know, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him. I obviously don't want to see Seton Hall do better than Rutgers. I definitely don't want that. But I, I, I like I like Miles. I all right. Let's put it that way. Here's here's one. Who has a higher ceiling in the tournament? Rutgers. If we make it in or Seton Hall? 
Well, I mean, uh, Seen Hall is going to be a two seed. Seen Hall is like an eight, yeah. eight quadrants at this yeah, point. Yeah. I, don't eight see, see, I don't see Seen Hall making it to the Final Four. I don't see them making it to the suite. Really? I see you them getting knocked out. Hall is... Seen Hall is unbeatable when they're not practicing at Rutgers. I <laughs> it's stop it, stop it. Those cool. I I of, see I people, see them get knocked out early. A lot of no, I don't. A lot of people a lot of people have them as top four as Final Four contenders. I, I know I know that's a very unhot take, and maybe that's my hatred of them coming but in. Again, I don't see them making it very far. Historically, into the Seton Hall in the past is again absolutely. I'm gonna, I was going to say something bad there. They're also myself. choke. They're choke, choke artists, choke. too. They were going to yep. choke in the, in the NCAA tournament. They are a little bit better this year. They have they have Mamu back now. Miles took another step forward. They have a, they have a decent team around them. So it, they are better than in years past. Last year, they were led by they were led by Powell, who was still a junior at that time. So it, it, it can – they can choke. That's just what I'm saying. But a lot of people do have them in their final four. And what was what was Seen Hall's seeding last year in the tournament? Were they pretty decent? It wasn't anything crazy. They might have been like a I six, thought they were four seven. or yeah, five. Yeah, around I there. Thought, around, I think yeah. it was four to seven. I I have to check it because before that, like it would always be like, oh, Seen Hall's an eight seed, and yeah. people like for some reason thought that they were going to make a run just because they were Seton Hall. But yeah, yeah, maybe that's why I just doubt them. Is yeah. they don't. Well, They're not last, known for making those long runs. The same reason why, you know, people doubted Virginia before last year, and people are doubting Maryland now. Yeah. Other I, than last year, though, in my opinion, Seton Hall didn't have a squad like that. Like, when they had the Delgado era, like, at the end of the day, Delgado's only going to put up so many points. Their team's they very were decent, good but they weren't last really good. Last year was the first time that people predicted them to do any but type of squad. Seton Hall never got those really good seeds, too. Like, they were like a seven seed, a six they, seed. They also and, you know, played like, you're tough, asking to lose in the first or second round at that point. Yeah, they played a tough. Uh, opponent last year, I can remember. I remember because I was watching was it, that was game. It, was it Wichita State? What? It wasn't Wichita State. It was a team that that the guy had literally set the NCAA record for the most three pointers ever made. It was in Wofford. NCAA. Wofford. 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 Yeah. Wofford. There we go. And it was Wofford. Wait, 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 let's credit Jake Schmidt with that quick. Fact no, 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 no. That was Kor. That was all yeah, Kor. All right. No Jake. They went absolutely ballistic. This one white guy. If you could find Sorry, his Jake. name too. If you can find his name, that'd be. I, I don't know why Wofford. we have to bring his race into it. This one white guy who's an absolute sniper who's ballistic. Come on. Paul McKay. Paul McKay. <laughs> I I no not even trying to find it. Yeah, I don't about see, that topic. Uh, well, 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 see you know beat Wofford last year. So No, they lost. They lost to somebody. They what, I may, mean, maybe I mean, it wasn't Wofford, maybe it was the next game. What was the game what was the game that Seton Hall lost last year? Wofford. <laughs> Wofford. Was it Fletcher McGee? Fletcher McGee. I remember I had Wofford as like a, I had Wofford as a sleeper like Fletcher to make it to the Sweet Sixteen, and that guy that was, was him. He was a yes. total, and he was a total no show in round two. Yes, he, he and I was <laughs> counting on Wofford to make that run. Yes, Fletcher yes. McGee definitely has Fletcher a name that you can McGee. yell underneath your breath like Fletcher McGee. Yes. The man, <laughs> damn is a bum. No, he, he stole money from my bracket pool. Yes, no, no, I remember this. Oh my gosh, the commentators, everything was Fletcher McGee. You just want to punch him, and, and then he, yeah, he was just too absolutely nothing in the next. Miles Powell and him—they actually had a—they had a good game though. They were trading threes, I think, for a while, and then eventually just pulled away. But so yeah, we 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 talked. We went from one uh, game where we were going to go down the list of games Saturday. And we talked about one. This so, has been Seen Hall basketball talk on this the is WRC. Hall <laughs> basketball talk. It's Damn you, with, Fletcher McGee, that <laughs> that jerk. It started um, with Michigan State, but uh, Michigan State, Maryland. So anyway, we all collectively agree. Well, no, we didn't collectively agree. Someone said, who said Michigan State? I said Michigan State. I said Michigan State I said Michigan State. I think Raj said Maryland. So 
Oh, I was wrong. Walford beat Seton Hall last year. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what we've been saying. For some reason, for some reason, on Google, it didn't. It didn't. No, it didn't. Go back to it. It said that's why I said Walford beat them last year. If you look back at it, it it was 83 to 65. Was that it? So you didn't read the 68-64. Oh, like go up. 68-64 seems like the correct score of what that game was last year in the tournament. It was a close game. Does it really matter what the exact score was? But I think that just about see see, it says seeing Hall losing. You can't say see. It's a radio show. We can't oh, see. Oh, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, right. You're an idiot. Right. Okay. 